All right, so I got a quick question for you. How does it feel to be on the exclusive list that is people killed by Black Noir? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this guy went straight into that, eh? I love it. No, I mean, one, it was fun finding that out. <laughs> yeah. And any 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 reason to rewatch season two, The Boys, was like, well, I might as well. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, that was so awesome, man. That was my first ever acting gig that yeah. I got for TV. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, I know. And um, it's actually, fun fact, the very first audition I ever did as well that I booked for the show. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Like, the first time ever auditioning for anything was for The Boys. And yeah. I got it. I literally got it after the first two days they booked me. And I was like, what the fuck? This is Yo, crazy. That's that's a lucky streak. <laughs> I know. That was a that big, day. big... I don't know what was going on. I should have bought lottery tickets that day. I don't know what was going on. But I was like, this is no way I got booked right away. But it happened. And okay. um, loved getting shanked in the back by Black Noir. It was fantastic. When people show you who they are, believe them. Yes. All right, listeners, the voice you just heard joining me today is Nimanaz, actor, comedian, and all-around yes, content creator. Definitely check out his TikTok. It's going to be linked in the episode notes. Welcome, bro. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Cyril, how do you, how do you pronounce your name? Cyril? Cyril? So, I go Cyril. Yeah, that's your, that's your white name. <laughs> I'm, I know, I'm laughing, I know. Yeah, I'm laughing just because it's like, yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> like, it's a name that just makes everything easy. So it's like, you know what, let's just let's just get this out of the way, and yeah. then yeah, we go exactly. with that. But yeah. I think originally it's French, so okay, the French so pronunciation might be the correct pronunciation, right? So any French speakers, yeah, it will probably be something you know with the ah. twang, the French yeah, yeah. accent. Yeah, so you'd be like, we, then he's like, we, oh. yeah, right, yeah, chef's kiss. That's what's your actual name? Or are you allowed to disclose that on this podcast? So there's a tradition in, uh, I think it's uniquely Ghanaian. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah. But we give children names based on the day they are born. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there are lots of different ethnic groups. Yeah. So there are various day names and the tribe that my parents are. The boys are called Kojo, so that's K-O-J-O. 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 Oh, Kojo, yeah. Yeah, so if you listen to Casey and Jojo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jojo also is a variation of the, I think the Monday name, essentially. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that's that's a, that's a pretty that. cool random fact. Like, Ghanaians get day names. That is I don't sick. think other people do that. I could be wrong, but yeah. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. But that's cool. I knew I knew you had tribes, different tribes, but I didn't know about the day. I guess you're like, you know what? Let's make this all fancy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's just uh, add some random names yeah, together. Like, Razzmatazz. Let's complicate this a little bit. Razzmatazz. No, but it's, it's <laughs> exactly because cool when you meet other people and you do know their names, you kind of can just tell what day they were born. That's awesome. It kind of helps, I guess, in, in that respect. So your your day is always Monday. Yeah. So. I, you love Mondays. Well, <laughs> growing up, hey man, today's Monday, bro. This is a sick Monday I already. Like growing up, like Monday started school and everything. It was like a love hate relationship. Ah, yeah. Like I know I was born on the Monday, but goddamn, treats me well Monday. <laughs> yeah, I feel really you, bro. Case. Let's talk acting again, yeah? yeah. Yeah. You mentioned The Boys was your first casting call. So was acting something you were trying to do or was this just like, you know, later on you're like, you know what, I think I have the skills for this, so I'm going to go for it. I originally, oh, I was going to school. Okay. Uh, I went to university. 
to study kinesiology. It has to do with movements or sound? Yeah, like human anatomy, okay. stuff okay. like that. You know, it's, it's about the human body, stuff like that. So, uh, like, originally, I was going to school for that in Toronto, Toronto, Canada. Yeah. And I, the only reason why I was doing that was because I never really thought for myself or what I wanted to do in my life. I was kind of just doing what my parents wanted me to do or what, what I think be done. everyone else, yeah. you know, what, what should be done, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> doc, doctor, lawyer, engineer, or you're a failure, right? It's your family. So, I'm sure it's the same for you. You guys don't do banking or...? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too, that too. That's 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 the yeah. lower level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and so I was in school and I, I I did one one full year and then I realized that like I, I I don't really enjoy what I'm doing and like I'd rather be doing something I love doing. Okay. And I realized I love comedy a lot. Yeah. And I I've been I was watching a lot of stand up comedy on YouTube, uh, like sketch comedy, accents, impressions, pranks, all of it. Yeah. Everything. And all of it, anything, anything that had to do with comedy and also like acting too, but um, more so the comedy. And so I realized, holy shit, like this is all I want to do. I just, I, but I didn't know how to do it. But what happened was there was one day in the summer after my first year of university where my, my boy, he took me to this comedy show okay. and I was like, I've never been to a comedy show before. And so I went and um, the show that I was at was actually a comedy show that was run by the students at this college called Humber College. Okay. And this show that was going on was a comedy program okay. at Humber College. And so when I found that out, I was like, what the fuck? There's a comedy program in this world? Like, who? how do you teach comedy, right? Yeah. So I was surprised just as much as you are right now. Like, that's why I was like, wait, what do you mean comedy program? So I asked one of the students who were on the show uh, doing stand-up. And he told me, he's like, yeah, man, there's a two-year program. They teach you how to, you know, stand-up, writing for TV, writing for film. Uh, acting, oh, wow, sketch comedy, cool. writing for <laughs> everything like yeah, improv, physical comedy, right? They, all that stuff. And I went home that night and I searched yeah. up this program <laughs> and I saw all the courses they offered. I was like, what the fuck? This is exactly what I want to do. Like, th this is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So that night, that night I was like, yeah. yo, fuck everyone. I'm dropping out. I'm dropping out of this shit and I'm doing what I want. Okay. And Obviously, be, having immigrant parents, that's a tough decision to make and a that big conversation, risk. Conversation, yeah. Conversation, right? I'm like, it's, like I'm, it's either going to go really well or someone's throwing something yeah. at my face. You know what I mean? Like, I'm getting something th thrown at my face. But um, honestly, uh, my parents are, I'm blessed to have very, you know, understanding parents who they just, they want the best for yeah. their kids. And uh, I'm the youngest too, so I'm, it's a little bit easier for me. Same here, so I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a little bit of a leeway, you know, a little bit, a little bit of a, I know, yeah, a little bit softer, yeah. So, the man, when I when I brought it up to them, I was like, I was so passionate about it. I was like, yo, I have to do this. This is my calling. Like, I know I can do it. I'll go 100% every day. Um, they couldn't, they had no choice but to accept it, right? Because like, what are you gonna still? How are you gonna convince me to go not think, yeah, not do yeah. this now? So yeah, pretty much when the day I dropped out and I pursued the comedy program, and ever since I've been doing it all, man. Like I love comedy i love acting i uh, i do stand-up comedy you know like I, I make content online i love doing videos i love acting i want to be in big movies tv shows get stabbed by black noir <laughs> you know it's like my dream yeah. <laughs> right so yeah and here well, we that's are. pretty cool with the comedy part right was there a moment that kind of clicked for you that yo i know i'm funny but i think i can consistently make people laugh that there's enough in there to build a career because we all think we're the funny ones in our friend group right <laughs> but then yeah. how yeah exactly how do you 
be funny to strangers to other people how do you know you actually have that you know funny bone um that's a good question growing up obviously always the funny person in my family yeah and even amongst my friends and then uh later on it became a thing where like i noticed that everyone would always anyone yeah. i talked to they would immediately laugh or like they would think i'm funny or like whatever and it's like not just my friends anymore it's people who i just met random people on the street or wherever like just like i'm always you know i'm always approachable too so it's easy to kind of start conversations yeah. with people and i realized pretty much throughout high school and on that i was funny that i knew i was like that kind of person yeah uh, i just i just never really saw it being a career okay at the time obviously yeah and then along the way i just i i saw i'm a, I'm a very driven person in terms of like if i really want to do something i have to okay. do it and like i won't stop until i get it pretty much and like i applied that thought process to comedy and acting and because i i grew up watching all this stuff all the time on tv a lot of stand-up comedians i look up to and i'm like i look at these people and i'm like yo <laughs> you're telling me i can't do this yeah. as good if not better like i see some of these people i'm like i'm funnier than, than like not to compare but it's like why can't i do this so then that's why i made the decision i took a huge risk when i was 19 to do this and i've just literally not one day has gone by where i, I haven't been grinding like just very dedicated to the craft because you know i'm very passionate and you have to have passion in order to be great at something you have to have the love for it you have yeah, to that's what you know breathe. pushes you and keeps you going because yeah there will be some dark times exactly <laughs> Yeah, and, and it's very tough, man. It's been more tough than not. But also what keeps me going is the is the thought that, you know, I have to kind of I'm not I'm doing it for myself, but also for my parents in a way, because, you know, they came from Iran as refugees. Mm -hmm. And then I was born and like my, my older brother as well. They came here for us yeah. to give us a better life. And the fact that I'm now doing something they never would have thought I would ever yeah. do. <laughs> You like know, you so there's extra pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah, there's bit, there's even more pressure for me to be successful and like kill it in my life. And so I like it. I like it though because it drives me every day. You know, even when I'm down, I'm like, nah, man. There's, I'm doing this for a reason. There's a purpose behind why I'm doing this. So never give up. And so, yeah, that's what keeps me going every day. And um, I, I'm very confident in knowing, one way or another, every day if I'm putting in the work and I'm trying eventually it's gonna pay off I get that someday like consistently just keep on building consistent yeah yeah every day and that's the thing consistency is the key man anything yeah you that's true like whether you start because I, I started off shit garbage like just dog shit <laughs> but eventually <laughs> along the way you know what i mean like you don't you don't like i mean at some point there has to also be a little bit of reality of like okay like at some point if you keep doing bad for years this is just not. It also has to be growth. But like you also have to like. It's growth. It out, like yeah. just learn, be better, improve, right? Yeah, <laughs> of course. You can't just be plateauing, being garbage for five years, <laughs> and then think you're gonna make it. Like there has to be some real realistic thoughts behind that too, right? But for me, I saw the growth. I saw the results. I saw the you know effort being putting in. It was paying off. I was getting more gigs. I was booking more things. I was becoming funnier. I was getting more comfortable on stage, on camera, everything. And yeah, so that's um it's a long game man it's like uh you can't you can't think of this as a short-term thing it has to be a long term like this is forever yeah and uh you just have to keep doing what you love and as soon as you stop falling in love that means it's over I get you know? that. this question is going to be for because tiktok is an app that's pretty much blowing up yeah. and i know lots of people definitely do get intimidated when just thinking about holy shit, how do i just start 
Mm-hmm. You've already mentioned that your first couple of videos are going to be horrible and dog shit. <laughs> there's no, there's no yeah. way around that. So what would be your advice to no. starting? Is it going to be wait till you have like a gold mine of an idea? Then you start your first video or you just, you know, jump in the deep end, just make videos you want and then try to figure out concepts and everything else later. Yeah, I'm definitely the worst thing you do is wait for the right moment to post something that you think is good because you can't control quality. Quality isn't up to you. Quality is up to the audience of people that, because that bit sucks. <laughs> I know, right? But it is what it is. And so what I realized early on is that like at some point you have to put yourself out there in order to grow and get better. You can't just expect to be good right away. Yeah. That's no one's ever become successful that way. And so uh, repetition is the key, but also just get started with anything. And the thing even better than that is you should always be doing something that you want to do and that what you love doing, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that will show that will that will show, obviously, because once you start catering to other people and thinking, oh, this is going to give me more likes, views, that's never going to be sustainable and you're not going to. It's never going to work out. Uh, there's no longevity behind that, pretty much. Yeah. Just get started. Like I said, man, like my first few videos, absolutely just doo-doo, <laughs> straight trash. And then even along the way, even recently, like there's, I, I still look back, not even six years ago, but four years ago, three years ago, two years ago, one year ago, two months ago. And I see certain videos, I'm like, ah, oh, I could do yeah, this better. Yeah, what was I thinking? Yeah, I see what you mean. What was I thinking, right? It's like, oh, it's cringe, you know what I mean? But like, that's the point. It's like, you have to... Obviously, other people might not see that way, but some might. But it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's only up to you to keep doing it and get better. Do you still have like your very first videos up or do you just delete them? Just yeah. <laughs> still have them up? No, fuck that. Yeah, I don't give a shit. Yeah, you can see, you can see how fucking, <laughs> how, fuck, how terrible I was when I started till now. I don't care. Like, because it's actually, I think it's cool to, to show where, where someone started yeah. and where they are now, you know? And also, that's, that's proof. I've been doing this shit, yeah. you know what I mean? So, anyone wants to talk shit, like, nah, look at my resume, bro. I've, I've been yeah, there. I know. That's what you mean. That's it, yeah. That's... So, people think overnight success? Nah, nah, motherfucker. It's 2014 is when I yeah. started. Yeah. I you know? So, it's just consistency and repetition, and uh, you just gotta hope for the best, really. <laughs> Humans are social creatures that rely on cooperation to survive and thrive. And we do that by seeking and building relationships with others. It is key to success in our careers, social, and personal lives. On Bad Energy, we are all about sharing and discussing incidents where we just had to cut someone off for our own good. Listen, learn from us, and if you have similar experiences, we would love to hear them. Just use the hashtag GCRBadEnergy on any social media platform. All right, Bimanaz, you ready? Yeah. On a scale of 1 to 10, where 10 is extremely difficult, how easy would you say Hmm. it is to get to know you? Get to know me? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. It's definitely not that difficult. So <laughs> I think it's pretty simple, man. Honestly, you can ask me anything. I'll tell you. But I'd say, man, I don't like maybe like a like a one like one or two. To be wow, honest. that's hella low. I can't imagine that. <laughs> Why? Okay, so in my mind, I definitely. On a good day, I'll put myself at a seven just because. Really? Okay, so it could be that we are reading the question differently just because I kind of see it as I'm sociable. Like, I'm not rude. I'm definitely not going to be a dick to strangers. Like, no, that's not going to be. Right. But in terms of Mm -hmm. trying to figure someone out and trying to have them have access to you, like, build a relationship, it's going to be. Yeah. It's going to take a minute for me to know 
Open up. Can I really trust you? Open up and just, you know, ah, let you okay. in proper. So when you say a one or a two, I'm like, you just let anybody walk in. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, now that you put it that way, like, uh, I, I also have like, you know, I'm, I'm very self-aware. Like, I know if someone's coming in just like if they want, need something, if they, yeah. they're trying to get something out of me, like, that's different. Like, I obviously I'm aware of that. But like, in terms of like, if I want to build a friendship with someone, I'm never really that closed off. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty open and I actually am very comfortable and with who I am. Yeah. And so, like, I just like, I don't really mind you know, if, if people have questions or you know, they need to, they want to learn more about me, then yeah, I'm very open to, to sharing and letting okay. them know to share stuff yeah but i'll never like just like start going off about everything but yeah like it's fairly easy so i mean i'd say i guess maybe not one or two then i'd say maybe like three or four then if any okay i mean it's still it's still hella low but i respect the upgrade it's still low yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly but i'm very wary of like who i you know open up to as well so that's self-awareness okay i get it so for you it's more of an intuition thing that you go off with people yeah it is intuition i go with my gut a lot is what i'm saying okay i'll never like you know just like tell everyone my deepest darkest secrets off the bat but yeah like i'll take it slow and eventually uh, we'll get to that point if it gets there so i just kind of let things go with the flow and you know if i feel it out and it makes sense then yeah i'll say something or i'll open up but i will never force anything just just to get it out now we get to the part of the show where I ask you to share an incident where you had to cut someone off uh-huh. just because they were bad vibes <laughs> or energy. Oh, shit. So I'm curious to hear what your story, the story you picked for, for this segment is. Like, I haven't really, like, fully cut someone off, like, and t- told them to fuck off or anything. But, like, I-, I have, like, set my boundaries. I always set my boundaries off the cuff, like, off the off the bat right away. I always set my t- intentions at the very beginning okay. of a relationship or whatever. So that's why when you said, like, if it's easy to get to know me, um, it's only easy if your values are also in line with mine. And if you, you know, I feel like you have similar intentions as I do. I see, I see. So for me, I haven't really like fully cut someone off like that, where it's like, oh, like, no, like, don't ever talk to me again like that. But yeah, man, there's been so many times where I've had to cut people off in terms of like, you know, like this, like if it's, if it's like a romantic relationship and I'll just, I'll literally straight up just be very transparent and be like, hey, I don't appreciate that you do this. You ghost me, this blah, 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 fucking, I don't know. Like you, you take forever to do this. Like you're not very clear on what you want. And I don't want to, I don't want to deal with this anymore. It's a waste of time for me, you know, shit like that. And I just, I just literally be like, I'm not willing to go forward with this, but it's been fun. Thank you so much. And that's it later. I've done that a lot with girls (laughs) because like, it's not even to be petty, but I've been rejected so much in my life by not just girls, but even in comedy yeah. and acting, because that's literally what it is. My whole Most life is rejected. <laughs> so sorry, like, like every day I'm getting rejected, but I, I, it's happened so much. I'm so comfortable with it. So it's like very easy for me to cut people off or even like tell them off or like in a, in a nice way, in a kind way. I never, I'll never like tell someone off just to be petty or anything like that. You know, it's not, never the right thing to do. And always, always with kindness, you know, and that's the best way to do it because you don't want to bite it in, you don't want it to come back and bite you in the ass after so i mean yeah but like yeah i haven't really had any situations where it was like severe that i had to like just like that's it no the fuck out of my face you know that's that's pretty interesting so it's like no no it's like so you kind of have this process where you pretty much set in the rules of engagement with 
anyone and everyone already. Mm-hmm. So it just becomes, okay, things aren't working as I thought they should. And then the first sign of that showing up, and then you just politely peace out. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Because like, you know what I realized is that so many people are very unclear when they're communicating. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's not many people who can effectively communicate their, their feelings and their thoughts, especially early on. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe in that. I don't believe in like beating around the bush and waiting too long to let someone know how you feel about something or like bringing a certain thing that could be tough to talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, something like, why would you put yourself through that of like not suffering, but you know, just, you know, listening to someone say something or talk about certain certain things or uh, the way they make you feel for an extended period of time before telling them, right? So I feel like it has to be, someone has to do it. <laughs> might so, as well be me. <laughs> I take it into my own hands, baby. No, nah, but that's, that's, it. That's, that's pretty cool because when it comes to, let's say one-on-one relationships with people, mm-hmm. usually if something, let's say you and I, if there's something bothering me regarding you, the best person to have that conversation with is likely to be you because you know the full context yeah. and you the situation yeah. involves you as well. Exactly. But I think we just get so worked up in our in our heads because mm-hmm. you're trying to not be maybe not be rude, but then how do I bring this up and how do I have this conversation go how I want it to go? And that's a that's a tricky bit because I can't control your reactions. Yeah, exactly. We selfishly want the conversation to go how we are playing or planning in our heads. Of like I tell him, <laughs> he apologizes, he says he's sorry, <laughs> and he makes it up yeah. to me, and we're good to go. But humans, we, we yeah, don't follow no. rules like that. <laughs> no, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't like. I it's like I, I don't care. Like I'm not here to play games. You know what I'm saying? Like if uh, if someone thinks that they can react a certain way and like it's it's okay, like I'm not gonna like I, you have to do what you want still like you have to be comfortable with what you want and like let someone know that because like I, I don't believe in like kind of taking shit from people like in terms of like letting them shit on you or mm-hmm. you know like jab at you in certain ways that you don't appreciate or like and then if you bring that up to that person and they get offended they get defensive yeah that shows a lot about their character not yours mm-hmm. so and that's actually a good thing because the earlier you bring shit up like this, and you know their reaction to it. Yeah, the, and you know the reactions. The better it is for you to make a decision to either stay with this person, or continue whatever, or to yeah. leave, to cut them out, or whatever. Right? It's just it's a, it saves time, effort, energy, money, even <laughs> whatever. Like, no, I mean, it's it's you know? time so, that is money right there. So yeah, <laughs> time is money, bro. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't like saying that, but it's true. You know, it's time is precious, and you you know why would you spend time doing being a part of something that isn't fully enjoyable for you? That's that's my motto. I think. I'm curious. How much of this is just like you and how you feel and think versus? Do you think your approach to comedy has some effect to this? Because you know we are talking, and I'm hearing like you're all about getting to the end, the destination quickly, the shortest possible route. And in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's a setup for a joke. Like you're trying to get people to laugh as quickly as possible. Yeah. So yeah. is that your natural state or is it just that your brain is not being hardwired to let's do this as quickly as we can and there's no point you know, wasting time because that just makes everything long. And by the time we get to the end, we are going to be bored because nobody likes a longer setup, <laughs> essentially. Exactly. Yeah, I, I think I never really used to be like that until I started doing comedy more. Um, I don't know if it's directly correlated, but just like in general, I've I've grown a lot as a person, 
and learned a lot along the way. You know, I, I, I watch and, and read on certain types of people who are very successful people in, in the world who are, you know, uh, they're very, very intelligent people and they talk about how to fix behaviors, habits, you know, social behaviors, stuff like that, yeah. social skills. And I've learned a lot. And one of the things is to not beat around the bush and just kind of be as transparent as possible whenever you can. And it's such, it's such a freeing feeling when you finally start incorporating that into your life mm-hmm. because you don't, you, you stop wasting time. You stop wasting your time. When people ghost you, for instance, like if a girl ghosts you and they stop messaging or they, they're like playing games or whatever, they're dumping themselves. Mm. They, they're, they're showing you yeah. who they are by their actions. Yeah. You know, like, uh, like I always think about like I don't I don't listen to what people say. I, I look at what they what, uh, I look yeah. at their actions, right? And even better than that, I I, I pay attention to their their patterns, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not just the actions, but the pattern, right? So if someone does something one time, okay, it's fine. Whatever happens, you know, maybe it's just a one-time thing. But if they keep doing that over and over again, and you're still letting it slide, there's obviously a problem there. But you know, once you start being more aware of people's patterns, it's very easy to weed out. If people show you who they are, believe them because your actions are one of those, believe them, yeah, it's one exactly. of those things that you yeah, just yeah, yeah. can't fake. It's just going to come naturally yeah. to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. 100%. Okay. 100%. I get that. I get yeah. that. I'm about that life, bro. <laughs> I, I wasn't put here to play no games, bro. <laughs> I'm curious. Has anybody then ever reacted negatively? Like, let's say, when you are just trying to push either for a response or mm-hmm. address an issue like immediately? What's, what's their reception usually? Is it negative pushback? Because yeah. I could see how people could be uncomfortable about that. Because like, whoa. Yeah. Why is he trying to start this conversation? Like, I'm not ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 100%, man. Because people think, people are, people because people aren't used to people bringing, bringing up things like this that are hard to talk about mm-hmm. in front of them. Because like, th- those same people aren't willing to do the same thing. So when they hear it, it's almost like they feel like you're attacking them. Yeah. But that's not the case at all. You're just literally just bringing up the truth. So that's why the truth is so hard to hear. But if you want to grow, if you want to get better, you have to hear the truth and you have to accept it. So for me, I want to live my life in a way where I'm as truthful as possible and with a lot of integrity. And so um, there's been times, especially like, for instance, like with a couple of girls where I literally like they were like, you know, they're they, like one girl like ghosted me for a few days didn't like uh flopped on like we had a date and she didn't message me nothing for show up nothing like that right uh and then like two days after messages me saying oh sorry i wasn't feeling it blah blah blah. like how are you and like like nothing happened and i immediately was like nah man this is done i'm not gonna take this shit i'm not gonna just because because i I think i might have a chance keep it going i literally straight up was like hey thanks for messaging me back but uh unfortunately I am not interested anymore because you did this, 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 this. I don't appreciate that. I'd appreciate more communication. If you feel like you, you weren't feeling it, just send me a message. Hey, I just, I, I'm not in the right headspace, whatever it is, whatever excuses. Tell me something rather than not saying anything. This is how I like it. And if you're not into that or you're not comfortable doing that, then I can't do this anymore. And so that's it. And then I cut it off. And, and so, and then the, and then the, the, and then the girl came back, was like getting all defensive, like, oh, like um it's not it's not like how is that my fault all this shit blah blah, blah. like i didn't I, I didn't know you wanted that uh it's like well i fucking i tried to ask you these questions you know from the jump but you know you weren't willing to open up so it makes sense or it works for you in terms of you are communicating clearly what you want 
in any relationship and yeah at that point it's mostly difficult for people because yeah. i don't think we do a good job of just having that immediate conversation i had a question but i think i already know the answer to that <laughs> i was going to ask if any incidents changes how you approach you know relationships with people but i feel like you are pretty much set with <laughs> your system <laughs> that even any negative experience is not really going to change how you approach <laughs> yeah <laughs> people much <laughs> right <laughs> no no yeah like I, I never used to think this way but like i said I've, I've grown so much over the years that i'm just I've, I've learned to have more humility and accepting that i have i also have bad behaviors that i'm working on yeah. but everyone does no one's perfect and that's why i feel like being yourself is the key and like just it's the best thing you can do is just be as genuine as possible and the right people will come to your life whether it's romantic platonic business whatever it is that's true and then you just yeah. go from there man just gotta take it from there i mean i don't i don't i, I try not to think I, i'm aware of the negative things but i never i never dwell on them or at least i try not to that's dope that's dope thank you so much for joining us can you please plug your socials and where listeners can find your stuff like stand-up, your videos, and all of that? Yeah, thanks for having me on the podcast. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure for my man, Cyril. Wee, wee, wee. Wee, wee, wee. should expand yeah. my, my French vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Enchanté, enchanté, wee, oui, wee. Oui. Uh, I was going to say merci, but... Merci beaucoup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mercy is actually how you say thank you in my language too, so it's very similar. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, uh, you can you can find me uh, on every platform. Literally, I pump out daily content on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Snapchat at Nimanez. Yeah, uh, and you can go to my link tree. I have all my podcasts. I have weekly podcasts too, um, weekly vlogs, everything. Uh, Linktree.com/slash Nimanez, uh, and that's it. And uh, I'm 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 here. I'm here to make it, baby. I'm going to just look out for me, bro. I'm going to be a fucking movie star one day. All right? So remember my name. I'm loving the energy. I'm loving the energy. Let's get that work. <laughs> Love it. Definitely going to have all the links in the show notes, listeners. So you can definitely just check it out. Give him a follow. Yeah, um, for sure. Do check out his TikTok. It's, it's freaking hilarious. Appreciate <laughs> you that. Yeah. You can check him out. Definitely. If you've enjoyed the episode, do share with a friend and another and another. And also speaking for the listeners, if you ever have any updates or anything you want us to push, definitely send them my way, our way. And yeah, we'll definitely, we'll definitely share that. That should not be a problem. Listeners, use the hashtag GCR Bad Energy across Twitter and Instagram to share your bad energy experiences. We will be on the lookout for them. Follow us on Twitter at Gold Coast Report and on Instagram, the Gold Coast Report or one word. It's been Cyril with Nimanaz and we out. Thank you. I mean, what was that process like? I'm guessing there were multiple takes, right? To get the perfect yeah. guy in face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not even that. So actually, what, uh, what a lot of people don't know is that before I went on set the day we filmed, yeah, uh, there's a few times where I had to go to the studios to get a fitting for my one for my wardrobe, obviously. But yeah. also, they made a fake stomach for me. That was oh, like for the blood. Okay, for the blood to come out, right? So they had to put a tube in the ah. fake stomach. So that, and then they made a rip, made it look like it was a, they, they made a whole clay thing that made yeah. it look like my stomach, when my intestines were cut. Damn. Yeah. So then what happened was, you know, they fit it, whatever that day. And then when the day came where we were on, on set shooting the actual clip, 
when he was stabbing me, like obviously it's like a real knife, but yeah, so it, it retra retracts. I'm guessing, right? Yeah, it retracts when you like go in the back. Yeah, it's a yeah. soft knife. Yeah, so when he stabs me, it's supposed to like spray out the blood that they put in the tubes. It's like fake blood. But what happened was, for some reason, it didn't work because I think I I got fatter in the in in the in the, in the I gained some from weight the fitting, from yeah from the fitting, from the fitting to, to the, the shoot. So it was too tight and it wouldn't like it wouldn't spray it, out. It, it, it wouldn't spray out properly. It was too the stomach was too like it was hard to wrap. Yeah, and so it just looked bad too. So they actually took that out when they if you watch the clip like you can't really see what I'm wearing underneath. It's a, it's just yeah, like my, you, my regular wardrobe. You just see the dribble though. Did yeah, you see that? that, yeah. Yeah, they kept okay. the, because actually uh, the blood, that was one take. They, wow. they took one, because like it sprayed everywhere. So they couldn't redo it. So oh, they this, did a yeah. bunch of takes before with the, without the blood. Uh, so I think, and then they, the last one, they like, were like, okay, like we got it. Let's, let's do it all in. And then that was the one they didn't use. They didn't use it at all. Uh, I think they <laughs> used fake blood, like CGI afterwards. They put fake blood in the editing. So yeah, it was all like a waste pretty much, but, <laughs> but it still looked legit. It was sick. So no, I mean, it did. Now that I know it should have been splattered blood. Yeah. I kind of like what we saw, but that's just because that's what we've seen. So it kind of just, exactly. Works. Because it was like still yeah. kill, like from behind, and then you just like went down. I know. You, you like you, you like the way I died, eh? Yeah, it was like, yo, this guy is really good at dying. <laughs> like, somebody needs to get into more. Yo, into yo, more give me some more dying rolls, bro. Let's go. <laughs> and some saying that's what I'm trying to, you know. Yeah, it was good. Good times. I loved it. It was. Um, I, I obviously met met Black Noir. He was the only main character on the show that I met. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was a cool experience. It was my. Uh, it was a whole day shoot too. It was like I was on set for like seventeen hours. Damn. Um, for so the actual filming part of it took maybe an hour total. So you were just hanging out with the other cast, I'm guessing, or just yeah, yeah my own trailer. They gave me a trailer, free food oh, all day. Damn. I'm chilling, bro. Just make well, Amazon doesn't cut expenses, huh? <laughs> no, this is, I got I got my I got the bag that day. I'm, I got the bag that day, bro. I was I was making that bank, but no, um, yeah, it was pretty. Uh, acting on set is actually a lot of waiting around more than the actual acting part. Okay, okay. Yeah, I ate two, I ate two lunches before going on set, <laughs> so that's what that should tell you about what goes How on. How much time you had? Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. When people show you who they are, why don't you believe them? Why must you be shown twenty nine times? before you can see who they really are. Why can't you get it the first time?